Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you today on a solo episode to check in with you today. And I think every time I do these solo episodes, they really are check-ins with you, but also with myself. And this episode is really about a reflective piece that I did recently that I think could help you, particularly if you're at a point in your life or in your practice right now where, you know, you're kind of indifferent, things are good, you're content, you're satisfied, but you're a little uncertain, Um, you're going with the day to day, and you're just not sure where it's leading or where it's heading or where your growth is going. So um, for me, this was something that I did, and I'm I'm going to actually show it on the video in case this clip does get used for social media marketing. Um, So this is kind of the way I do things. So it's my writing is not the best. (laughs) Um, But it really is something that I just do uh, in terms of reflection and and journaling. I just I, I don't edit it, right? I just write. And I think that's the most powerful thing you can do is just let yourself ride that wave in the moment that you're in. And not see these things as work, but rather more about learning more about yourself. And again, like I said, checking in with yourself, because really, how often are we doing that? Right? The only time we're checking in with ourselves really is when someone's asking us how we're doing. And literally, I've had moments where people have asked me how I was doing, and I sometimes didn't know how to answer because it was like I hadn't thought about it. So I've made it a practice to kind of be more self-aware of how I'm feeling and, um, you know, what I'm going through so that I I can better show up for others um, in my life and in my practice. So the topic of this reflection is actually called what's going on in my life. It's got a very curious question there, you know, just very open. And what I did was I divided uh, the page into four columns. So I had a, a doing column, a not doing column, a being column and a not being column. 
And just based off these headers, you can probably tell how they all kind of relate, right? Somewhere between the space of doing and not doing is our being and not being, right? And, you know, we are a blend of both. And so what I did was I started with the doing column, the things that just came really naturally and automatically to me. So uh, I'll just share a couple of things from each column, just for an example for you. So for the doing column, the first thing I put was work, right? It just, I've been working a lot. And whether I'm at work, or whether I'm at home, um, doing stuff outside of work that's still related to work. Uh, it's it's work. It's a lot of work, right? So I'm writing that down. And it's the first thing I, I've put up there without judgment, right? And the other thing too is even if you're not physically working, but you're thinking about work or you're planning for work, you're still working, right? So this is me really being real with myself. Uh, I was realizing how much planning into my day I, I was doing with respect to work. Like recently I had to part ways with, you know, with someone who um, was helping me on the business side of things um, and someone who I had an amazing partnership with. So in my opinion, it's on hold right now. <laughs> um, and we, we both worked very well together, but I had to take a step back because I was just working too much um, and investing too much, right? So that's part of the doing column. And then the not doing column was quite big. And, you know, for me, the not doing column were things that I wanted to be doing more of. That's what kind of came to mind for me. So things like writing, okay, uh, playing, playing in the sense of what brings me joy, right? So, um, you know, recreational sport, like literally just going to the driving range, I haven't done that since last year. And you know, we're already at the end of May, these are things that I do that um, I really enjoy, from the essence of my being that you know, expand time for me, right? And they 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 also contribute to my creativity, and they contribute to uh, my energy levels and things like that. So playing, traveling, haven't traveled, you know, in a long time, right? Because of the pandemic, and working in healthcare, you know, that really wasn't encouraged to travel, you know, our patients needed us. So so traveling, and that's something I'm hoping to do soon, I've already planned for those things to happen, right? And like I said, creating the other thing I wrote down was, for me was going to the gym, the gym for me is kind of meditative movement, and haven't done that I've been working out mainly at home, but I have been enjoying the outdoors because the, the weather is nice. Um, but I do plan on going back to the gym. So these are things that I have that are I'm not doing, but I'm not looking at this as a task. I'm looking at these things that are part of my being right. So when I look at the being column, what I wrote essentially was I'm being busy, I'm being exhausted. <laughs> you know, that's been my being lately, when I was doing this reflective piece. In addition to that was uninspired, you know, things like play and things like creating and things like going to the gym routinely for me inspired things from out of me, you know, it did, it did expand on these concepts that I've, I've created in my life and have evolved my my work, I guess you can say, and my passion and my purpose and all of that um, through those outlets, right? And doing less of those has now kind of shrunk that inspiration in a way. And that's kind of what I was feeling, I think, at the time when I wrote this reflection. And other things that I wrote that I was being that were positive were things like appreciation and gratitude and reflection. You know, these are things that I want to continue doing as well. And finally, the not being uh, column consisted of uh, joyful, right? Kind of losing a sense of joy in, in ways, um, inspiration. So I'm not being, not being inspired, 
because I'm not creating, for instance, or I'm not participating in things that bring me as much joy. So I circled these things that had commonalities between all of the columns. And since I've done this three weeks ago, you know, I've changed things quite a bit. Like I said, I ended the partnership, or I should say I put it on hold for now. I've made more space for myself to do the things that I know will ultimately um, evolve and um, ignite and inspire my inner being and my well-being. So from here, you can then go on to reflect further if you want. These are kind of the foundation and the building blocks, but this really just helped me kind of get an idea of what's going on with me. You know, where do I need to move? Where do I need to shift? And I recognized that. And since doing that, I got into action in a way that was best for me and my well-being. So just being more aware, right? So when you're kind of going through the day-to-day, you're going through the mundane and something inside of you saying, mm, you know, maybe just take a closer look. What's going on? Try this out and see what comes up for you. Um, there are a couple other things that I wrote down that came up from this. So another question I had asked myself was what speaks to me? And this kind of goes back to, I don't know if you listened to the podcast that I did with Deborah Vogue. And uh, we talked about the, for a moment in the podcast, we talked about the expansion of time and how that comes from doing things where we kind of lose track of time, essentially, right? Have you ever been in a moment where time has really passed? And it doesn't have to be a task that you're doing, it could be an actual moment when you're with someone or when you're, you know, or when you're just, you know, meditating in some type of arena where you're, you're maybe out in nature, or you're out for a walk, or you've gone into automatic pilot for some reason, and you, you, you know, then you finally become aware of that, you know, time just passes, but it doesn't feel like any time passed at all. It's that kind of feeling. And so that was kind of what she was talking about with the expansion of time. So what I want you to think about, so when I wrote things like busy, exhausted, that comes from a place of chronology, right? Energetic chronology of being at work a lot and then thinking about work a lot. Like that's that's chronological. But when you think about things like passion and purpose and things that bring you joy, like creating, for instance, for me, that isn't time that wears on me, right? That isn't time that depletes me. It's time that invigorates me. Okay. So that's kind of what she was talking about when she said it's like the expansion of time. And when I look back on writing my book, Communication is Care, you know, like sometimes I wonder how I did it. And then I realized, well, I was creating, right? I was in flow when I was writing that book. I would come home for work and I'd write, or I'd write in chunks of time. Like on a Friday night, I would write a lot of the night. So after a, a week of work, a long week of work, I would, you know, be inspired to write on a Friday night. And and so that tells you something, right? So these are things that you want to be thinking about if you're thinking about inspiration and creativity um, and where that comes from for you, as opposed to um, being depleted and exhausted. So for me, you know, in, in the typical burnout sense, I guess you can say, I'm not thinking of exhaustion in just that way. I'm also thinking of how, uh, you know, I can build my energy reserves and expand on them as opposed to focusing on what's exhausting me, if that makes sense. 
um, if it doesn't, <laughs> reach out to me if you have any questions about this reflective piece. Just message me on Instagram because sometimes I can get a little bit on a tangent and I, I might lose you. Um, but don't hesi hesitate to reach out to me. My handle's at Best Obsessed with Jen if you want to chat more about this. Um, but yeah, like I said, so so what speaks to me was another question I'd asked myself. And then another thing, you know, I built from there was, you know, what do I love about my life right now? Right? What what's going really well for me right now? What do I love? And then again, how do I build on that and more of that? I really believe in focusing on the things that we want to expand in our life rather than focusing on the barriers. And yes, we have to acknowledge them. Yes, we have to go through challenges. And I think that the way we get through them is by focusing on the solutions and by focusing on, you know, what what's going well and where we can we where we can pivot from there or shift from there. And it doesn't have to be anything dramatic. It really just has to be a moment where you're just replenishing your soul and where you're just fueling um, and filling your own cup, so to speak. So this is nothing dramatic, right? These are just small things that that you are recognizing and giving attention to that are kind of the building blocks of who you are and, you know, have been not nurtured for so long because maybe you've been just caught up in your day-to-day, -day, right? Your day-to-day -day work, your day-to-day -day practice, which is maybe taking up a lot of your time. So I hope this reflective piece helps you. Try it out. Let me know what you think. Um, let me know what comes up for you. Let me know where it goes for you. I, I would love to hear more about that. Um, I just wanted to share a couple of other things too. Uh, so I think it was at the end of April, we did a community call with healthcare providers. There is another one coming. I will probably um, theme them as well, because I, I'm thinking of more to come. So I'll probably have a theme around them and, and post that so you can stay tuned for the, the next coming community call. Um, and that will be posted on my website. And I'll also post it obviously to Instagram as well in my Instagram stories, typically. Another couple things to mention, I was I was a guest on a couple of podcasts that are wonderful podcasts that I highly recommend you check out. Um, one of them was with Dr. Anthony Orsini. And um, his podcast is called Difficult um, Lessons uh, that he learned in the ICU. He's an ICU physician. And we talked about uh, communication as care. We talked about my book, but we talked about compassionate communication and, um, and just kind of how we can integrate that in our practice and how it goes a long way in empowering patient partnerships. And another podcast with a cup of nurses, Peter and Matt, and this was on improving patient provider communication. And that was a fun, fun podcast to be a part of. You know, um, when I wrote Communication is Care, I wrote it for the future generation of healthcare providers. I really did write it with that in mind, even though it could also help obviously current healthcare providers. Um, but I really wanted to inspire future providers who were coming into healthcare to run with it. And my conversation with them was, was quite that. It, it was great. And I just wanted to share as well a review that I received from, from a PT student. Her name is Joan. And um, she wrote me this lovely review. I'm just going to pull it up right now on Instagram. You know, you just don't know the impact you're having on people, right? Unless they tell you sometimes. And I, I was just moved by this, by this statement that she sent me. She said, Jen, I just want to let you know that your book was a great help for my OSCE final exam last April. 
um, April 9th, there was one station that I passed with distinction. It was about communication and resolving conflict. Thank you so much. And, you know, I've had conversations with Joan on Instagram, and I'm not at all surprised <laughs> that she uh, passed with distinction on this OSCE. And OSCE is a practical exam, basically, um, in physio school uh, here in Ontario, or in Canada, I should say, that looks at things like patient safety and communication, and you're graded on different things, as well as obviously your technical skill and competency. And I really like that they also added a station on communication and resolving conflict. I, I don't remember encountering one of those when I was in school. So that's really cool that it's evolved. And I, I'm super proud of Joan. And I know she's probably even more proud of herself as she should be. And, you know, if, if my book has helped you in some way, please let me know. I'll share them on the podcast. Um, it just, it really helps me in moving the book forward and using it as a tool to help uh, students, to help current providers as well and organizations. So I think that's all from my end. Until we chat next time, remember to stay well and to stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.